I am Taylor Barr, radio DJ. I write monologues for the radio. Five monologues a day, five days a week. Here, I am chronicling them. I hope you enjoy. Boss told me I can't write anything gruesome anymore. I don't know what he's talking about, though. I have only ever written easy-listening, fun, upbeat stories about a variety of things, but mostly revolving around eggs, trees, crows, and blood. Maybe it's the eggs. I know people can be put off by the oddest of things, and I can't always please everyone, but that seems a bit... Well, how do I say this without being a jerk? Seems a bit sensitive? Eggs are a part of life. Literally every animal has been in an egg at some point. That's part of what makes us animals. I can give it a shot, though. There once was an egg. Nope. All right, let me try again. There once was a hero who had a quest to go on. The quest was long and arduous, and the hero knew this. They knew this because it was foretold in the prophecy, which everyone had access to. Of course they had access to the prophecy. It's available at any public library. What is the point of predicting the future if no one is allowed to see it? The hero took a mule, and they headed out of town, down to the river, past the waterfall, through a grove of trees, each bearing thousands of varied fruits, and each older than the last. By the time the hero and the mule made their way to the end of the rows of trees, they had forgotten what they came here for. They had forgotten to eat as well. Luckily, the hero packed lunch. They sat and ate a few hard-boiled eggs. Shoot! <sighs> Sorry, y'all. It's hard to kick bad habits. It's weird to find out that what you thought was a universal experience is in fact a weird personal thing that only you experience. I have odd joints, and I'm sort of constantly in some pain. It's not a huge deal, I can live with it, but I thought everyone felt this way, and when I found out, I was more than just surprised. I was angry. Why am I one of the few who lives their life in a constant state of inflammation? It probably stems from the way I sit, or the amount I sit. But still, it seems most people don't feel this way, and that's just rude. Have you experienced this? Maybe you experience things like hallucinations, or streaks in your vision, or maybe you can hear voices in the wind. This is, apparently, not a normal thing. Most people just hear the wind and enjoy it. To them, it is a white noise. Neutral. Nothing more. To us, or you, it is an omen and it foretells of horrors we would not dare bring to life. It is also not a normal thing to relate feelings with colors, with sounds, with textures. Any variety of that is in fact a form of synesthesia, in which certain people can literally feel the number six as they speak it. It comes from a cross in the brain where a neurotypical person would not have that, like an optical nerve connecting to the audio processing center of the brain. This would cause someone to hear what they are seeing. I have no clue how that would work, but it could. Maybe ask someone with that type of synesthesia about what it's like, and stop asking the voice on the radio of your audio system for more examples, because I'm running out of time, and also, I cannot hear you.
What am I? A radio host? Sure. What about a human? Yeah, of course. Physically, I am my body and my movements. I am what I physically am. But does it go beyond that? I have thoughts, just like everyone else. I have ideas and emotions and concepts that I wish to convey to the masses. Is that me, though? Am I what I feel? My head is host to a mass of tissue, sending electrical impulses from end to end racing around an endless track. Well, not endless, I've probably got another 80 years in me, nor with any luck, several hundred. I am these electrical impulses, to an extent. I cannot truly consider that I am the intrusive thoughts I experience, though. Though, those intrusive thoughts are fully integrated into my mind, into my physical brain. These awful ideas wouldn't exist without some sort of connection between two neurons. So, I must be more than the physical form and function of my gray matter. Can I even define the concept of me or self? I don't think I am simply summed up with a few words, certainly not biologically. There's too much going on here. Maybe I should define myself by what I do, or what I have done. But then, I've made mistakes, and I've hurt people who hasn't. That doesn't make me hurtful. It makes me inattentive at that moment. Perhaps we are defined by our intentions. That is, who we want to be. And so it is who we strive to be, who we put effort towards, who we grow into eventually. I would like to think that I am a healthy mixture of the two. I am my intent and my actions and my potential. Undeniably, I am a radio host. Dogs and dogs and dogs running around, being animals, and eating whatever they can find. It's exactly what every dog wants. Every dog, that is, except for Beauregard, who, like his name would entail, is a bit high-end sort of dog. A real snooty snoot type. He was used to five-star dog meals, which are like three-star human meals, but he'd never know. The fish oils and spare, spare ribs that populated his dish could not be matched by the assorted foods in this place. There was fish, sure, but it was nothing like Beauregard had ever seen. And it didn't even smell like fish. It was almost an imitation, but even that would be a misnomer because it didn't seem to try to be anything else. The fake fish was just that, and he could not bring himself to eat it. He could not bring himself to eat anything in this place. It was truly disgusting, is what it was. Everywhere he turned, more food mockery, and it drove Beauregard absolutely crazy. He sprinted out, bounding in a straight line for any sign of home. The sky came up close as he ran towards what he thought was the horizon, and he slowed. The dog noticed that it was a painted wall, nothing more. In the wall was a doggy door, which he instinctively knew to go through. Through the doggy door, Beauregard toppled through, landing upon the pavement. Did you like that boy? Was the dog park fun? His owner asked. Beauregard didn't respond, because he is a dog, and also he did not enjoy it. Are you 21 to 30 and suffering from sudden weight gain? Well, do I have a new diet for you. 
This ingenious method used by countless movie stars and runway models is doctor approved. I did it myself and lost dozens of excess meat. Who needs it, right? Anyway, the diet focuses on our body's natural ability to sap vitamins and minerals from anything it ingests. Here it is. Are you ready? Eat dirt. Now, I know I sound crazy, but hear me out. It's simpler than it seems. All you have to do is create an account at www.eatdirt.org. Fill out the questionnaire and credit card information and wait for your first kit. Now, this kit is going to help them test you for what kind of dirt you need. There's so many types of dirt that honestly, if you tried to do this yourself, you'd probably end up eating sandy loam or peat. <laughs> Let's just leave it to the professionals, yeah? So you'd prob So all you have to do is spit into the box and send it back. Make sure they have enough to sample from. Go ahead, spit all up in that box and stuff it back into your mailbox. After a few days or a few weeks, depending on location, you will start to receive bag after bag of dirt. So much dirt. So much dirt that you can cram into your face. It's exactly what I did, and it worked wonders. I ate so much dirt that people around me started calling me Dirt Boy. Then they started getting worried. Then I started losing weight. And they realized just how foolish they had been for not believing in me and my ancient techniques. I'm fit as a bug, and have the dirt-covered home to prove it. I have been Taylor Barr, your radio DJ, of sorts. I do hope you enjoyed my monologues. I know I enjoyed writing them. Stay tuned next time for more monologues and more monologues and more monologues. <laughs>